the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, hello to you, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Today's episode is centered around a topic that is going to, I hope, be beneficial to every single listener today. We're calling this episode Developing a Consistent Devotional Life. Developing a Consistent Devotional Life. You know, there have been times in my life where I have been spiritually inspired. I could think of certain church services or events that I have been to where I have just been drawn closer to God. Maybe it was because of the preaching of the Word or because of the worship experience or my personal prayer and encounter with God, but there have been these these experiences that have inspired me and drew me closer to God. You know, so I also have known someone that suffered from, from a sickness for a long time. And somehow, I mean, it's miraculous that God brought healing into their body and, and they were sick and then they weren't. I, I know that. And what's interesting is that drew me in. It drew me in to, to God and to knowing him. And, you know, I have, I've had many opportunities and I even think about pastoring churches and the ministries that God puts before me, opportunities. And it are these opportunities and things in my life that draw me, draw me in. And I'm, we're thinking today about developing a consistent devotional life. And we all know that God can draw us in. But at the same time, not just because of good things that happen, but there are difficulties that we face. I've heard so many people talk about the idea of personal sickness and illness. And and God has used, utilized the, the opportunity of sickness to draw people closer to Jesus, to God. I've, ta- I've heard people talk about uh, financial difficulty that battles their life, and it has drawn them closer to Jesus. I can think about a time that I needed a, a particular direction in my life. And, and I sought the Lord for direction, but just prayed and tried to align with his presence and his will. And that experience drew me closer to God. You know, we experience, all of us, a need to be close to God. And that, that might come through good circumstances, and it might come through negative circumstances. But there's an idea that we can pursue 
the concept of being close with God. And when I think about that, it brings up today's topic, an idea of a devotional life. So I want to talk about developing a consistent devotional life. When I think about this idea, this concept, the question I have is, what is a devotional life? The first thing I want us to think about is the conversation today is not about an event during a day, but it truly is about a life. Are we living a life that's devoted to God? And that's the other word, devotion. Are we devoting our time and attention and finances? Are we devoting our gifts, our thinking, our heart, mind, soul, and strength? Are we devoting all of what makes up who we are, our life? Are we devoting our life to God? And we could talk about that. But when I think about this topic, developing a consistent devotional life, what I really want to zero in on today is this discipline of personal or private devotions. So developing a consistent devotional life, I want to talk about a a devotional time to be with God, a quiet time. There's many benefits to being quiet with the Lord, being alone with Him. You know, one of the, the, the first benefit that comes to mind when I think about a consistent devotional life is that it strengthens our relationship with God. I mean, think about the design of a quiet time with God, a devotional time with God. We are connecting with the God who created the universe. We're connecting with a God who is all-powerful, who is eternal, always was, and always will be. He has all the power in his hand. We're connecting with God. I can remember I would go to my one of my first churches that I was on staff at when I was a young pastor, and I would... I lived in a parsonage across the street, and I would go in early and pray for about an hour. I would then go home and eat some sugar toast with one of my—I my, only had one child at the time. We would eat sugar toast, and I'd go back to work. But that time that I spent in the morning as a young pastor was all about me knowing who God was and getting to know him. Well, later on in ministry, I had planted a church, and I, I didn't pray in the morning so much. I prayed in the afternoons. And a lot of this time, this season of of my ministry, I was not just spent getting to know God, but I was implementing the things of God that I have already known and already learned. You know, I've been at another church where there was some some tension in the church, and, and I just was real clear that God did not call me to fight the church, but to fight for the church. And I knew to do that, I needed to be close to God. And so that's something that I learned through all of the process is no matter if it's the morning or the night, but having this consistent communication with God was advantageous to bring me close to God, and it strengthened my relationship with God. But in addition to that, it helped me to grow spiritually. See, I look at our life as believers, and our discipleship process is about, you know, discovering the truth that we, we see in the Word of God. It's not just about discovering that truth, but it's about aligning our life with that truth. And we might even figure out how to measure our growth. But when we have this consistent devotional time with God, what happens is he strengthens our life, but he grows our life. There's spiritual growth. We discover that's our learning. We align our behavior with it. That's application. And then we can even take a record of it and write it down because it's not just about learning and doing 
our spiritual growth is about becoming more like Christ. So, so here it is. We, the benefits of developing a consistent devotional life would be it strengthens your relationship with God. It helps you grow spiritually. Number three, it helps you find peace. Philippians says, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace, the peace of God, which transcends understanding, will guard your heart and minds in Christ Jesus. We find peace when we are in devotion to God. We rejoice and we do it always. The Lord is at hand. We learn that we have peace because God is in control. We can have peace with God, and it helps us to avoid the anxiety that can cripple our life. So rather than than anxiety, we learn to trust in God, to to pray to God, to be thankful to God, to, to ask of the Lord. He gives us peace. You know what's so remarkable? about the peace of God is it expands beyond something we can put our finger on. We don't always have an ability to identify or explain it, but we experience this peace. And this peace of God that comes through a consistent devotional life protects our heart, our mind. It guards who we are. And that happens because it's within the the direction of Christ, Christ Jesus. So when I think about the benefits of developing a consistent devotional life, I'm thinking of the strength that it gives our relationship with God, spiritual growth, finding peace, and finally, finding guidance. Finding guidance. See, this is where we have wisdom from God. We get wisdom from God, and this is what it's all about. I think about Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12, and I want you to hear this. Uh, before we, we take a break here, it says this, that the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, the joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. It's so interesting that when we have this private time with God and we use his word, we understand that the word is alive to the point that it interacts with us with where we are. The Bible's described as sharper than a double-edged sword, and here's what happens. It cuts through the facade. The Bible penetrates even our own attempt to fool ourselves. It's described as cutting to the soul and spirit, joints and marrow, thoughts and intentions. See, the Bible can challenge our thinking. That's our mind. The Bible can can sear deep into the intentions that we have, and that is our heart, and that is our soul, and it impacts what we do. That is our strength. So we learn to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength. And then we can apply Psalm 119.11 where it says, I've stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. And that is exactly what we want to do, is store God's Word in our heart. We want to spend time with God to put His Word in our heart, to impact our thinking and our actions in everything that we're becoming. So we're talking today about developing a consistent devotional life. We've talked about some of the benefits of a devotional life, strengthening our relationship with God, helping us to grow spiritually, providing peace, 
and then fighting, finding guidance and wisdom from God. So we're going to take a little break and then we'll be back. I'll continue to unpack this idea of developing a consistent devotional life. And we're going to talk in the second half of the show on how we can actually implement this plan to develop a consistent devotional life. So I want you to stay tuned. You're listening now to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. And you're listening today on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you for staying tuned to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Hey, we're talking today about developing a consistent devotional life, and we've talked about the fact that a devotional life will strengthen our relationship with God. It helps our connection with God, and on a daily basis, we can be relational with God. It helps us to grow spiritually. Yeah, we can know more, but we can also apply more. And in doing so, we can develop or we can become what Christ wants us to become. We've talked about finding peace through a consistent devotional life. The release of anxiety, high trust to God, resting in his peace. And then we talked about finding guidance, wisdom, and direction. You know, so many people are powerful Christians are powerful in his word, and it sounds like something that we can all strive for. And sometimes I've heard people just quote the Bible, and it draws me in because they quote it, and it's not overly spiritual, it's just it's real. And I've heard people quote the word, and it feels like they're they're just quoting the word like it doesn't matter to them. And sometimes that can be how we approach our devotional life. We can be in in the word of God, we can be in prayer, and sometimes it's deep deep and meaningful, and sometimes we just do it. So I want us to think about how a consistent devotional life interacts with with discipleship. See, discipleship is about knowing God and being known by Him. Discipleship is about hiding God's Word in our heart, making it part of who we are so we can discover truth and then align our life with that truth. So we've been talking about some of the benefits of a consistent devotional life, and we understand the power of God's Word. We know we can develop a devotional life. But for this show, I want to talk about some practical tips to developing a consistent devotional life. So uh, what's what we're going to do for the rest of this show is talk through some practical tips. And I would say the very first practical tip that I would give you in developing a consistent devotional life is to set a specific time to be alone with God. See, one strategy is, well, I'll get to that. I'll I'll get to being alone with him. And I've heard people talk about this, and they'll say, doesn't the Bible say we should pray without ceasing? I mean, and it's good. That's, That's true. That's biblical. And we should include prayer in our day all day long. But if we can say, I'll get to it later, that means we're getting to something else now. And that's where it's not okay. See, a devotional life to flourish includes something consistent and constant. A consistent devotional life, like the one we're talking about today, I would define as set-aside time. 
It's set aside time, time that is set aside to invest in your relationship with God. You know, I, I play games with my kids and sometimes my kids, I'm, do, I'm busy and they'll say, hey, will you play a, a game with me? And, and I'll stop and I'll play and sometimes I'm still distracted when I do it. But there's other times that I have a dad morning and I put all of my distractions aside and I give my time and energy to play games with my kids and they get better attention from me and, and strengthen our relationship. It's like that when we set a time aside to, to be with God is rather than having the distractions that we manage, we can set aside time to develop relationship with him. So specific time means that we're setting aside time for deep connection with God. Now, we can choose the time that works best for us, and it doesn't even have to be the same time every day. It could be, but it doesn't have to be. The idea is just be consistent or every day. You know, you might find a 15-minute window where you can read the Bible for five minutes and pray for 10. And it doesn't matter if it's morning or if it's night or when that is. Just give the time. So first piece of advice Set a specific time if you want to develop a consistent devotional life. Number two, create a dedicated space. I actually love walking around in our church sanctuary. I'm a pastor. I have access to that. I do it all of the time. But there are times in my life I had this one big brown chair. I would always read my Bible in this fluffy recliner, brown chair, and pray. There's times that I spent time in my office, and my office became a time of prayer. In fact, now I have a large room where my office is, but I moved to the small room outside and made the large room just a prayer space for me. So when you think about a space, what do you do with that space? I want you to invite you to think about decluttering that space. Give yourself space to walk or to kneel. Put scriptures on the wall. Maybe use a prayer board. Like, set up the room. I like to have access to water in my prayer room. It's almost like a mini retreat for that moment or that part of that day. So we want to have a specific time. We want to create a dedicated space. Number three, we want to gather materials. So it's in this prayer space that you'll bring your Bible and maybe some highlighting pens with it. Or maybe you use a device and and you can do that. Or there's devotional books that we can all use that become helps for us to dedicate time with the Lord. Maybe you bring a journal where you can take some time to write things out and and list what God is saying and what you see insightfully from the Word of God and prayer requests. And one of the things I like to do as I gather materials is to bring some good uh, music that just is a backdrop for my time with the Lord. So specific time, dedicated space, materials. Number four, establish spiritual goals. See, this is the reason why we are doing this devotional time in the first place. And maybe in that you have a, a goal to read the Bible, but what about reading through the Bible or a chapter in the Bible? What about that? Uh, how will that goal help you accomplish what God is asking you to become? Or maybe you have some kind of prayer goal and, and not just identify, I want to pray 15 minutes every day, but what do you hope that does for your life? Maybe there's other spiritual goals or goals outside of your devotional time that are spiritual. Just identify what those goals are accomplishing. One of the things I like to do in your your devotional time and thinking about your spiritual goals is asking the question, what are you working on in your spiritual life right now? You might be working on things like honesty, purity, 
being more disciplined, gathering biblical insight or practicing biblical insight. You might be working on forgiveness. You might be doing a study on holiness. You might be studying all of the questions in the Bible that Jesus asked. You might be studying parables. You might be working through the Ten Commandments. There's there's all of these ways that you can spend your time. There's plenty of helps out there. We We could help you. You're a discipleship coach if you want. But you need a plan and identify what you're working on and know why you're doing it. The last few things I want to talk about, I'll move pretty quickly, is to take time to journal your responses. To write down the thoughts and insights and reflections that come from God's Word and begin to write those out. Write out the needs that you're praying for. Write out the answers to prayer that you have received. Two other thoughts. One would be find a way to involve someone else. Form an accountability group or an accountability partner. I actually right now am leading a couple of discipleship groups from men across the nation, and we are accountable one to another about our spiritual life and advancement. Involving others can help you be accountable to develop a consistent devotional life. But here's when I want to give you a deep breath. Be flexible. Be flexible. While consistency is important, being open to adapting your devotional routine to life circumstances, it's important. You know, if your goal is to read a chapter a day and you skip three days, you don't have to go day four and catch up. You just have to get in a rhythm of being with God. Your rhythms don't have to be the same every day. Be flexible, but be consistent. Maybe you want to start right now applying the word. You can list verses that you want to meditate on or learn or memorize. You can try to wake up and go to sleep by just taking a few deep breaths and praying while you do that. You could schedule a prayer time with a friend. You can you could come up with many ways to implement, but you can be flexible. Listen, there's so much opportunity to grow, and, and maybe you're interested in really digging into this idea a little deeper. We would love to help you here at Your Discipleship Coach. There's myself and there's other people that work on our team, and we want to offer discipleship coaching to you. It would be our joy to help you develop a consistent devotional life. Really, we offer coaching services through Your Discipleship Coach that helps you in your spiritual endeavors, personal endeavors, business endeavors, (laughs) because they all connect. Actually, you can visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and take a free coaching readiness questionnaire. We'll measure your readiness, and we will be thrilled to partner with you. I'd I'd love to support you as your discipleship coach. Just visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, and I would be thrilled if you followed this show and our podcast. To everyone listening today, I want to make a point to say thanks for listening. I appreciate your time. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Today's show has been brought to you by Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University, where you can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Visit Professional Coach University to learn more. Sign up for their emails and look at their opportunities. Once again, it's been my pleasure to be with you. Thank you for listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I want you to know, that I am for you. Even better, God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? I appreciate you listening today to Your Discipleship Coach. I hope you feel encouraged to live your life for God. You're listening now to AM 1160, Hope for Your Life.
Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.